Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to episode eight of the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Medorsky. If at all we seem distracted over the next 20 minutes, it is because the Cardinals have the ball down three with less than three minutes left against the Packers. It would be just an absolutely dreadful loss uh, for the Cardinals. To, their first loss of the season, given the Packers are down their first three wide receivers. Um, and I have to think that Vegas is about to make up make out big from this game because I have to think given that all of the all the Packers injuries to the pass catchers everybody was in on the Cardinals for this game but maybe I'm wrong maybe it was the opposite I didn't touch this game because I don't like to bet against Aaron Rodgers I don't know why you're declaring a winner so quickly this is a 50-50 game the Cardinals are on the one yard line well I think the spread though was like minus left. six and a half oh yeah, I, so my, when it closed long. for me it was minus six so even if they score and get the two here five-point game where is this game it's in oh it's in arizona yeah I, I didn't bet this game either um they did just pull an aaron jones touchdown off the board i, I have him in fantasy um which sucks so uh, i i think that's a good segue into my recap from this past week um because my football free fall continues it could uh, be worse you could have my fantasy team yeah yeah you, it's pretty ugly for all those of you that uh Aren't in the know, Chase's team. It's really gross. One um, six. Started the year, started the year with a win, haven't gotten one since. Yeah. The the question is what your year end punishment's gonna be. And we're all we're all starting to think about that because it's it's bad. Um, but anyway, my free fall continues. Um, they just pulled an Aaron Jones touchdown off the board. And I have him. Um, I lost the second week in a row last week in fantasy. I uh, went one and four um in in this pool i guess the giants won at least so that's nice um but my last week was um so first i uh i continue to bet poorly in the nba i'm I'm 0 and 3 on the year um i took that game that was like at halftime when we when we were picking um lakers minus three and a half uh, at home against golden state Golden State won by like eight points. In your um, defense, Golden State has yet to lose, period. Yeah, I know. I know. They look really good. Um, the revenge tour is on. But I, I like that bet a lot. Lakers were like three-point favorites at home. Felt like a slam dunk was not. Um, even a worse NBA bet, I took Milwaukee in Miami, um, minus one and a half, and they lost by 42 points. This may be my new favorite rivalry in the NBA because they knocked the Bucks out two years ago and route to the finals. Bucks swept them last year. Like I, I think these teams genuinely dislike each other. This this reminds me of Knicks Bulls of the nineties, where I think Jimmy Butler and Giannis are just gonna get physical for the next couple of years to come. Yeah, you know, Giannis has more enemies than we give him credit for. I think he gets a lot of him a lot of Harden press is like hate each other. Yeah, him and Harden. He, you know, we, people see him as like this nice, soft-spoken, you know, Greek guy. But he he has a lot of enemies. I, I'm not saying it's his fault, but 
It's funny you say that. I was actually reading on Twitter that Giannis sued this guy who makes T-shirts over a Giannis shirt he made where he grossed a total of $42, and Giannis sued him. Weird. He doesn't come off like that at all. All of the you know ESPN stories. Well, no, you let the lawyers handle that, air quotations. Yeah, I guess. Maybe Giannis is a bad guy. Maybe that's our first podcast hot take of of the podcast. Um. But anyway, he fucked me last week, so he's not my favorite right now. Anyway, um, oh, just an absolutely brutal beat Thursday night. Uh, I had Cleveland minus three and a half. They were up all game, and then Denver backdoored me. And if I had uh, if I had held off taking that bet, the line was like one and a half before the game. Um, but I bet it. What an ugly football game. Yeah, I mean the Browns without Baker look they look bad. Um, and I continue to tell everybody that the Broncos are frauds. Um, well, well, I think at this point, now that they lost to fucking Case Keenum, um, the the three and zero to three and four, it certainly feels like it happened a lot quicker than I think people realize. But yeah, they're they're done. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, the, and the lines have started to uh, account for it this week. Um, I, I didn't even go near it. They were just toxically priced. I think everybody knows they're frauds now. But it was a fun run while it lasted. Uh, my record would have been a lot worse these past couple weeks if I hadn't kept riding that. So bad beat. Um, I had LSU plus nine and a half. They got beat 31-17 by Ole Miss, which hurt. Um, and then I had Miami plus two and a half. Um, and they covered by the hook, which is a nice little bit of luck for me uh, against the Falcons. So one and four, I'm down to 15 and 20 on the year. 15 hits, 20 misses. Uh, which is pretty dreadful. So um, I'm just going to keep grinding, but uh, it's getting a little dark. All right. So my recap for last week. And again, I say this every week. I have no idea what my seasonal record is. Uh, My first recap is for any of you who were on the edge of your seat, I did get the correct vest for men's warehouse the next morning. Um, I went in bright and early. I was one of the first customers, which if you ever want to just be, I don't know if depressed is the word, but maybe just like flabbergasted to start your day. Make sure you're one of the first customers in men's warehouse where everyone tries to attend to you. Really is interesting. Um, but I showed up and she said, yes, this, it was literally called what they ordered for me. It was called the bib. She said, you don't want the bib. I said, yeah, no shit. I don't want a fucking bib. I'm trying to match everybody else. This is my boy's wedding. I'm not going to fucking red lobster for all you can eat crabs. Yeah, but you know, can't, couldn't hurt to stand out. I think, I think maybe you should have thought about the bib next time. Here's the problem. We were in the South. You don't want to stand out in the South under any circumstances. You went to school there. You know how that works. Yep. Yep. As a Jew, you just want to blend in. You just want to assimilate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Half the wedding was from Virginia. I would guarantee there was a lot of, you know, people who voted differently than I did in the election and have different views on the vaccination status of America than I do. And I'll just leave it at that. So no need to stand out, but we got it in time. All was well. I looked fantastic. I might be a bow tie guy now. It's my first time wearing a bow tie. Kind of dug it. Bow ties are cool. They're just hard to tie. This was a clip-on. <laughs> yeah, clip-on bow tie guy. I can get behind that. 10 out of 10 every time. But for my games, so last Thursday, the Coastal train came to a screeching halt. I had Coastal minus yeah. four at App State. They lost. I figured it was an anomaly. Took them separate from our picks. Took them minus 17 tonight. They didn't cover against Troy, but they won the game. So, fuck Coastal. It's fun while it lasted. Uh, Panthers minus three. Giants blew them out. That's what I get for picking against my team. 
whatever. Good to Agreed. see the Giants win. Show signs of life. Utah minus three against Oregon State. Utah was coming off of a huge win against Arizona State. Played Oregon State. They shit the bed. Oregon State won. Uh, but my two wins, OK State plus seven at Iowa State. Iowa State won this game by three points, but OK State covered, and that's all that matters for the sake of this. And Wake minus three against Army. Dave, let me tell you, I think me and you could start on the Wake Forest defense, but that offense with Hartman at court, Hartman, right, at quarterback. Yes, sir. Sam Hartman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I uh, yeah, they their defense. are awesome. But God damn it, we should have hammered the over in that game because there was 120 fucking six points scored. It made my head explode. The whole groomsmen yeah, party. Yeah. We took we took uh, Wake as part of a parlay, and we were losing our minds. It was the it just the game made no sense. It was fun. It was stressful, but it was fun. A lot of points. The the over was fifty one, and I think the uh, the total came in at one hundred twelve. So. Rare that you more than double it. Um, and I, I did what, see a what fun meeting. did I say? Dude, I think the final score was 70 to 56. It was. It was 70 to 56. Yeah, that's 126, um, Dave. That's 126. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I might not have been um, good at math, but I can do that. No, you're right. So, yeah, I mean, way, way more than doubled it. It was, it was crazy. Their, their defense looked so bad. So, um, I mean, I'll just ask you this. 7-0, and oh, are you looking forward to the future at all? Uh, we got Duke this week. Um, Holy shit. I mean, I'm sorry for spoiling this for you, but oh my Lord. No, come on. Chase I, is about 15 seconds ahead of me. Dave, all uh, I said was, oh my Lord. You don't, you don't know which way I'm oh my Lord. Oh yeah. 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 What yeah. an egregious interception. Yeah. 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 Kyler Murray just, uh, just threw an awful interception to end the game. At home, wow. AJ, I mean, AJ, right. Green, AJ Green didn't even turn around, but yeah, he wasn't even looking. You know, what, the more I look at it, I think that's on AJ Green. Yeah, I'd have to see it again. Unbelievable. Uh, so Packers six and one, number one seed in the NFC, I believe now with the tiebreaker. Uh, and Kyler should have stuck to baseball. There's my hot take of the day, and I will go with my first pick of the week. I got. Three college, two NFL. Um, going with a group of six game first. SMU at Houston. Houston six and zero. SMU seven and zero. This game is played in Houston. I'm going SMU and a pick them here. Houston D's been good. This is Dana Holgerson's best team since he landed back in Houston. But SMU with Sonny Dykes as its head coach, Tanner Mordecai, the Oklahoma transfer. Uh, this just seems like a team for me that's lurking in the shadows. I think obviously if a group of six team gets in. Uh, it's going to be Cincinnati, but SMU just keeps chugging along. I think Sonny Dykes, there's a very good chance he gets offered that Texas tech job. His dad spike was a, you know, very famous coach there. And I think this is going to be a close one, but a pick em situation. I think the SMU train keeps rolling. Pony express stays alive another week. I like SMU to jump out to eight and now. I'm with you. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ride on that one. I think uh, I think people are really sleeping on on SMU. Um, I think they have a good chance to at least play Cincinnati really close, if not beat them in a couple of weeks. Uh, and, and all the Twitter stuff that I see, uh, what's the, what's the, the guy's name? Mordecai. Yeah, I think it's Tanner Mordecai. 
Tanner Mordecai, he scores really well. I, I think he he really might be one of the best quarterbacks in the whole league. Um, off their offense is good, um, so I, I I like the pick. All right, game two. I'm going with another road dog money line. I'm going wait, wait, pick. I didn't get to go. Oh, well, you said you were riding with me on the pick. I didn't know if that no, was like an official pick or not. Financially, but not. Uh, it, it's not going to go on my record. My um, apologies. My apologies. Over to you. No, 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 no worries. No worries. Um, because my record has been so dreadful in uh, all, all, all different sorts of football as well as basketball, um, I'm going to take my first. I'm taking a baseball pick. Um, taking Houston minus 105 tomorrow in Atlanta. Um, I read up a little bit on this guy Garcia they have starting. Um, he pitched great in, in ALCS, it looks like. He was like six innings, one hit or something against yeah, the Sox. The only hit he gave up was the last batter he faced. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll bet on that. And, and I don't think the guy that the Braves are throwing is anything special. So, you know, it's basically a pick em. Um, Give me give me this guy. Yeah, I'll give some analysis here. I mean, Ian Anderson for the Braves, a rookie, but, you know, he was one of the starters in the postseason last year. has been generally pretty solid in the playoffs. I, I just think the Braves' bullpen – you know, I know Max Fried went six innings last game, give or take, but Charlie Morton getting his leg shattered in game one, I think really set this team back a bunch. Um, if you'd asked me to make my pick for game three after game one, I probably would have said the Braves, but Astros just beat them down yesterday. I think Garcia is on a bit of a hot streak, like you said. So uh, I like the Astros to win that game. And for what it's worth, I had Astros at six coming into the series. So interpret that as you will. I think that's a good play with Garcia on the mound at minus 105. Pick number two for me, SEC game, take another road dog money line. Ole Miss plus 120 at Auburn. Ole Miss is six and one. Auburn's five and two. Auburn under Bo Nix, it just seems like they come up short often. We saw it earlier in the season against Penn State. Um, Ole Miss six and one, the only loss to Alabama. I mean, Bryce Young's going to probably win the Heisman. Bama, you know, they lost by AM to AM by a couple points, and that AM loss is looking better and better by the week. I think the lane train just keeps on rolling. Matt Coral is a legit Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, and ultimately what it comes down to, Auburn's D is good, but I like Ole Miss's offense better. I think it'll probably be a four or five point game. Uh, and Ole Miss has proven these past couple of weeks, you know, they did it against Arkansas. Uh, they did it against Tennessee last week that they can win ugly and win close. I'd like them to do that again here. Ole Miss goes to seven and one. Yeah, you know, I had this pick in my queue. And then I, I looked through some of Auburn's track record, and it's pretty good. You know, they played Penn State close at home at the whiteout. They, um, they beat Arkansas. They got, they got their ass kicked by Georgia. Um, so I was just, like, a little hesitant because Ole Miss's track record is not that much better. It's, it's in Auburn. Um, my pick was going to be Ole Miss, and I still like them better, but I'm, I'm not going to bet on this one. Fair enough. Pick number two for you is? Pick number two, this is a surefire loser. Uh, I'm going back to the NBA where I have yet to win, but I'm taking the Lakers again um, at home against Cleveland. Lakers are two and three. Feels like they really need a win. Um, Cavs suck. It's at home. It just feels like the kind of game where they, they go up 20 points early and stay up 20 points and, uh, you know, their starters don't even play. Um, and, and most of the fourth quarter, the second half of the fourth quarter, uh, you know, so a little worried about a backdoor, especially in a game like this. But um, 
it, it feels good, but uh, I don't know. I'm a little worried that the Lakers are going to become my Clemson and I'm just going to keep betting on them every week and they're going to keep underperforming. So we'll see. Well, LeBron will be back. I yeah. don't think they've won a game yet this year with LeBron. So that to me tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. I mean, it's the NBA too. It's, it's, hard, it's just hard to bet. So my third game is going to be another SEC football game, and that's Kentucky minus one and a half at, uh, at Mississippi State. Look, the Kentucky team, they've won ugly for a couple of years now. They're going to run it down your throat, play good D. That's Mark Stoops style football. Um, I just look at this Mississippi State team. I mean, they beat Louisiana Tech by one. They beat NC State by 14. Lost to LSU, lost to Memphis. I know they beat AM. Bama blew them out. I just think – I just don't think they're a great team ultimately. Um, Kentucky's number 12 in the country. Again, I feel very similar about this game as I do the Ole Miss. Do I think it's going to be ugly? Yes, but I see Kentucky winning by at least a field goal in this game. So a minus one and a half. Uh, I feel really good about the Wildcats. Marching on to what will hopefully be an SEC championship appearance if they can keep this going. Agree. I, I didn't see this when I first – screened but i'm gonna ride with you here for sure mississippi state they haven't really beaten anybody um they've I mean, taken they, some bad losses was a big win in their defense but it's just i don't know oh they did beat a yeah by four points and they beat they beat state but they have some bad losses in here they got beat by memphis they got beat by lsu who turns out they stink um so i don't know and kentucky they, they play good football generally so uh, the line here seems being only one seems a little fishy. I think I'm riding with you there. It's interesting that I've read, I've actually read a lot of articles that think that Bob Stoops has the best job in the country because he makes four or $5 million a year. And the expectations are such just because the history of Kentucky football, that if he just continues to go eight and four, like they're going to build the fucking statue for him. Yeah, it's just hard to go eight and four. It's not like going eight and four in the ACC or something. There's no easy wins. He's going to take his win against Vandy, and then he's going to play tough games for the rest of the year. Eight and four is not easy in the SEC. Yeah, he'll be. It'll be interesting. I mean, he if I'm LSU, he's at the top of the list, and so it'll be interesting to see if he's content staying there or if he wants to go elsewhere. But ultimately, I'm no expert on the SEC, so I will just leave it at that and let you make your third pick. Third pick, moving to the NFL, um, I got – and this is a bad pick, but um, I'm just going to keep picking it until it happens. I'm taking the Lions outright at home to beat the Eagles this week. Um, Eagles continue to look very bad. Um, and, I don't know, the Lions are due. They, they've, they played they, – they, they looked bad this past week. Don't get me wrong. Um, they didn't even look that bad. I mean, look, no, they, they didn't look, look but, that bad. But they, dude, they were just again, not that this is what you want to be compared to. They were significantly more competitive against the Rams than the Giants were the week before. No, no, you're right. You're right. I, I was thinking of the Cincinnati game because I bet that game. Um, they led 10 nothing against the Rams, I think. Yes. No, no, no. I, I, I did watch this game. Goff looked good um, in, the, in the first half, at least. Uh, yeah, they play hard. They're, they're, they've got some pros on this team. Look, they're due for a win. And that's the thing with this Lions team under Dan Campbell. He's one of those guys that guys are going to go out and play hard for, like you said. Even if they go winless, this is not your stereotypical winless team where you're like, oh, we're screwed for years. Like, there's 
the pieces are there where they're a few years away from being competitive again. The, the cupboard's not completely bare. And outside of maybe the Bears or maybe the Vikings, and I really don't think either of them qualify, they've, they've only played good teams. Uh, you know, they play Green Bay, Baltimore, San Francisco, um, Cincinnati, the Rams. So I, I think the 0-7 is a little bit of a function of that. And the Eagles, are they actually stink. So I, I like this pick more and more the more I look at it. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts up until garbage time is a bad quarterback. He's not good. But garbage time, great quarterback. Fantasy, great. Knows how to pad his stats. I'll give him credit there. Uh, I got two NFL games. Uh, one of them is a team you just mentioned, the Vikings. Picking against them, Cowboys minus two and a half at the Vikings. I know Dak is going to be a little banged up, but it seems like he's going to play. Vikings are three and three. Cowboys are five and one. I think this Cowboys defense under Dan Quinn has taken a real turn. Uh, and look, ultimately, even if Dak's banged up, you just lean on Zeke and Tony Pollard. The Vikings D is not what it used to be. Um, this is just for me as simple as if you get one of who I consider to be the best teams in football, uh, minus three or under, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate the idea of the Cowboys being one of the best teams in football. Um, and I do think they're due to regress to the mean because I don't, they're getting a lot of, a lot of good press on the defensive side of the ball. And I think a lot of it's being, buoyed by the, the turnover margin um feels like it's got to regress back to the mean i think the thing is with the cowboys right now and i say this have we played the cowboys yet yeah we got our ass kicked they put up a million points okay so you figure at a minimum they have at least three to four more nfc east games that puts them in my mind and again i know divisional football is what it is but that puts them at a minimum nine wins before anything else <laughs> no look they're gonna they're gonna easily win this division um and they have enough firepower on the offensive end to play with almost anybody we saw them play with with the bucks even when they they you know gave up 45 points so they'll play a lot of close games but i i don't think they're in this same class as as the rams as the packers as the bucks um and i think we'll see that come playoff time but i could be wrong nfc's kind of sick now that you just said all that no, no, no. They, they were showing a graphic today that the, uh, the five best records in the NFC are, are five best records in the league are all in the NFC. I think part of that is it's just, it's a lot of the haves and the have nots, you know, the whole NFC East outside the Cowboys is really bad. Um, a lot of the NFC North is bad. So it's just, it's, it's, you're either on one side or the other. And that's allowed the Cincinnati Bengals to claim the number one seed in the AFC five and two. Unbelievable. Yeah. Is that, is that true? Yeah, as of now, they're the number one seed. What about what about the Ravens? I guess did they lose that tiebreaker? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Weird season. Weird season. Um, <laughs> speaking of weird season, here's a bet that I never ever would have made at the beginning of this year, um, and it's probably a bad bet even now. But Jacksonville plus three and a half in Seattle. Um, this, the this Seahawks are literal definition of the poo poo platter. Yeah, I, I, it's a four o'clock game, so I, I will be watching Red Zone and I will probably see way too much of it. But I mean, for it to be on Red Zone, I guess it means one of these teams has to score. Um, the Seahawks, they, they look like they have no trust in Geno at all. He just looked really, really bad. So this feels like one of those games where Jacksonville steals a win. You know, they have to, they're going to win, I feel like three or four games. There's going to be some games where Trevor looks really good. He's just, he, he's too talented not to. 
Um, and this feels like that game against, against Geno Smith and a, and a sort of mediocre defense. Um, so I, I don't hate the bet. It just feels weird to say. Go Jags, go. I'm all for it. Love me some Trevor. He's my dynasty quarterback. So the sooner he turns a corner, the sooner our team, you know, hopefully wins a game or two. Uh, my last pick of the week. A lot of people think this game is a toss up and I get it. It's a divisional matchup, but Titans are only laying one point in Indy. And I've been to Lucas oil. I know what kind of environment that is, but, and I know the Colts are, look good. They're on a three game winning streak, but the Titans, the past two weeks, went toe-to-toe with the Chief, with the Bills and won, and then fucking dismantled Mahomes and the Chiefs last week. That game was not close for a second. They ran it down the Chiefs' throat and then held Mahomes to three points. Nobody has ever held Mahomes to three points in the regular season. I get it. Carson Wentz looks good. T.Y. Hilton's back. Great. One team is Derrick Henry. One team is hot. The other team is hot as shit. Just beat the two best teams in the AFC coming into the year and have Derrick Henry running rabbit on everybody. Titans minus one is my stone cold lock of the week of these five picks. I I like it. I almost picked it. It's Derrick Henry season. It's getting cold. The game's in Indy. Uh, and they look great. I like it. You know Indy's a dome, though. Oh, you're right. It is a dome. <laughs> It is a dome. And it's not one of those domes that can be open or closed. I think it's just a permanent dome. Yeah, I think it's a permanent. I mean, I've only been there. No, that's not true home. because the owner always he, – he tweets, roof open or roof closed. That's his thing. Um, well, regardless, if it's cold, they're probably going to put the dome up. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Anyway, it is Derek Henry season. I was going to say, I've uh, seen basketball there, and basketball in a non-dome stadium sounds fucking miserable. Yeah, I don't know. Outdoor basketball could be cool. They do that thing on the, well, on the not, aircraft not carrier. Not in March. Let me yeah. tell you, I, I when I was out and about in Indianapolis in March, dude, it was so cold that my face looked so red that you would have thought I was sunburned. But it was from the wind. Yeah. The Midwest sucks. It's, it's, it's cold and windy there. It's, it's just uh, I will I will vouch for the city of Indianapolis, though. Good time. Especially Good time. The, uh, the, the Sheridan, you know, out by – Butler Finkelfield house. Good place to spend the week. Great mall food court next door. Noted, noted, noted. Yeah. In case you're um, in the area. The Sheraton, the, the food court across the, the street from the Sheraton. Our listeners write that down. There's also a Benihana. I like Benihana. Can't say I ever went, but it existed. This, this come for the picks and the sports talk stay for the travel advice. Exactly. Bagels and locks. All right. And our final pick of the night is. I got Chargers minus 220 at home against New England. Uh, the more I looked at it, the more I liked it. New England, they haven't beaten anybody. They're they three the and Jets. four. They beat the Jets and the Texans. Right. They beat the Jets and the Texans and, and one other team. They have three wins. They beat the uh, Jets who's... twice and the Texans. Oh, they beat the Jets twice. Yeah. I mean, they, and they, they have some bad losses. Like they lost to New Orleans. Um, they lost to Miami week I mean, one. The Dolphins lost by one point. They fumbled away. Right, 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 right. Uh, they played. They played Dallas close, which again comes back to my point that um, they're uh, they're they're overrated defensively. But the Chargers aren't going to lose this game. They've uh, they've generally looked good, except for that last week against the Ravens where they laid an egg. But they're coming off a bye. Um, what's the line here? Chargers minus four. I may end up taking the taking minus four here. 
going to depend on my mood before game time, but I like this pick. Yeah, Brandon Staley to me seems like a coach who's very cerebral, and him coming off of an ass-kicking at the hand of the Ravens and then a bye, they'll make the appropriate adjustments. Herbert's too good to not be good. I, I know, great analysis there on my end. Uh, so I, I definitely like that pick. Uh, and to recap, my five, my pick five for the week, SMU at Houston, Ole Miss plus 120 at Auburn, Kentucky minus one hook at Mississippi State, Titans minus one at Colts, Colts and then Cowboys minus two and a half at Vikings. I just realized I'm taking five road teams, home field advantage, <laughs> kiss my ass for week eight of this NFL season. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I got Houston minus 105 in Atlanta tomorrow. Uh, Lakers minus eight and a half at home against the Cavs tomorrow. Uh, the Lions outright plus 152 at home against the Eagles. Jaguars plus three and a half in Seattle. And Chargers minus 220 at home against the Pats. Um, picking a lot of bad teams, picking the Lions and the Jaguars in the same week makes me a little nervous, but uh, I'm feeling good about this card. So maybe this is the week I turn it around. All right, before we talk about what to look out for and be excited for this weekend, let me ask you this. So the Giants play Monday Night Football against the Chiefs. You know, I can only assume this is going to be Mahomes' get-right game because, uh, you know, that's just the way the world works as a Giants fan. So let me ask you this. Do you prefer that the Giants ruin our Sundays or our Mondays? I hate it when we're on national TV because then all of Twitter dumps on us and it just feels like the, wa- the walls are caving in. I like when – we play at four o'clock. I get to enjoy my one o'clock. Four o'clock sucks. If you're tailgating, it's a little bit later. Right. It, it, four, four o'clock games are ideal. Um, Monday night is the least ideal, but I guess you get to enjoy your Sunday, which is nice. All right. Halloween is on the horizon. Any costumes that we, should, any costumes our audience should be looking out for? Yeah. I, um, if you if you see a man dressed in a chef outfit with a big bushy fake mustache, it might just be me. Come say hi. Could also just be me in an apron. Yeah, or you know, it could be a real <laughs> chef. They're they're around too. Um, yeah, it it turns out I'm officially at the point where you know people notice that if I go as like a hippie for Halloween, it's just what I usually wear on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's so, a cop out. So unfortunately, I can't do that anymore can't be the red power ranger shirt doesn't fit after all these years i can't be the power ranger um so look out for one of two things i will either be uh dressed as a pickle or as a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing two man i'm gonna go to the spirit halloween tomorrow see what's what but no matter what i will be costumed i'm watching spider-man right now he's my inspiration as a costume vigilante i probably you're gonna go to spirit halloween the day before the Halloween weekend, it's going to be a madhouse. There's going to be nothing left. That's okay. And then the worst comes worse. I'll go as a hippie. <laughs> at least you'll have an excuse. Uh, yeah. You know, look, I think at the end of the day, if you go as a hippie, but you actually, you know, bring some recreational drugs around, I think everybody forgets that it's what you wear on a Wednesday. Cause they're just happy to see you. If nothing else, it's authentic. Bingo. Uh, Halloween this weekend, as Dave said in one of his picks, World Series game three through five. That'll be cool. Uh, and I think by this time next week, we'll be able to start picking college basketball games, which, fuck yeah, college hoops is sick. Yeah, just one more uh, league for me to lose in. It's one. It's the only league I have to look forward to. UCLA number two in the preseason poll. For the love of God, Mick Cronin, don't fuck this up. 
<laughs> one sad, sad hombre. <laughs> With David Santola, my name is Chase Minorski. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a great weekend and have a very happy and spooky Halloween. Mm-hmm.